0: James for three, bang, At the yes!
1: bang! Oh, yes! oh, give a lift, give it lift anything's possible,
0: anything's possible,
1: we're talking about practice. Welcome to another episode of the Buckets and Beards podcast and a Merry Christmas to everyone wherever you are um, and where you're listening from. As um, always, I'm Foss, and with me is George. G'day, Foss. um And let's just get straight into the drinks. How about that?
0: Let's do it. If you want a refreshing drink? I would tell you to drink it, no matter what that cucumber says.
1: Run, man, say it.
0: No. All right, what's our uh, unofficial drink sponsor for the day there, George? Look, I'm hoping that this one can just uh, bring a bit of life and energy to the pod today because we're uh, we're both certainly down a little bit, so let's see if we can ramp it up. I'm a little dusty. I did get a bit merry last night. Yeah, I I did hear that rumor. All right, so today's very unofficial drink sponsor is brought to you by 7Up of all beverages. Now, this one I'm pretty sure is actually from France of all places, but we have an exotic cocktail... And a mojito. Mojito? Yes, sir. Non-alcoholic beverages, though? Non-alcoholic. These are just, they're, they're seven up, man. So there's, yeah, no no alcohol or anything. I'll let you
1: pick which one you want to try.
0: Look, I'm going to keep the cocktail because it's in my right hand. All yeah. right. Let's give it a bash. Let's do this. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Oh, that is a mojito. Yeah, that's... I do like a mojito. <laughs>
0: oh look they were just random so i thought why the hell not no i'd like it you're a fan yeah
1: yeah it's, look, the... uh, maybe a little bit of a mentos aftertaste oh, which i'm not not like hundred percent because like they usually got the mint in the mojitos yeah, yeah yeah but uh yeah the aftertaste is coming through now i'm a bit like mmm, minties like mentos see the, ex-
0: the exotic cocktail kind of just tastes like bubbly fruit juice to be honest oh and we know how much you like fruit juice oh look it's overrated but the bubbles are nice so let's see where see if we can ramp some energy up as we are uh, getting to our top threes for the but week. as i think i'll give that one a solid
1: seven i reckon you happy with it yeah seven out of ten it's not bad i do like a mojito
0: the mojito's nicer than the cocktail i'll give you that one. just
1: just probably needs some uh special mixture in there as well
0: i reckon yeah and and little less of the older Mentos flavor.
1: But let's just get into it. So, top threes. Um, I want to start out today just by talking about Duncan Robinson. Yeah, he had a breakout game. He killed it the other day um, and became the 24th NBA player ever to have a 20 plus points game in a fourth quarter. He dropped 21 points and went like six from six from three or something from And, and like just. And sunk it. my hawks.
0: Yeah, sunk your hawks. Absolutely sunk them. No, look, he's he had a really good season a couple of years ago, and he got paid. And then you know he was drifting in and out of the rotation. Got it back in when Tyler Harrow got hurt in yeah. the playoffs last year, and he's actually shown to be a contributor, especially when you lose Stra- Strauss and and uh, Gabe Vincent as well. And we've talked about it on this uh, podcast as well, but. He just worked on his dead game
1: because yeah. when he came into the league, he was just a knockdown shooter and he could flat out shoot the ball. Still can. but couldn't. Yes, yeah, still can, but couldn't really do much else. Nah. Um, but now he's a slasher, he's a cutter, um, he's also that spot-up shooter. His defense has improved a lot um, and he's given Spolstra a reason to play him.
0: Yeah, look, he's, he, at the end of the day, he's not giving them a reason to not play him.
1: And it's good to see. Like, there's so many players that could probably take a leaf out of that book as well, um, uh, th- and just and just keep working on their game and w- work on that role. That's going to get them on that court. The name that comes straight to mind is Seth Curry.
0: Yeah, like flat out shooter, but he's buried in the bench in Dallas.
1: Yeah, because he can't play defense to save his life. Exactly. So and like his brother, like um, Steph, like worked on his defense. Worked. And where worked he and is, worked. like I think that's just his fitness too. But he is a solid defender now I wouldn't say yeah. he's a great defender no. but you can't he, they like um, they used to have to try to hide him on defense him you don't need to hide him on defense no. anymore because he'll hold his own against most players
0: yeah 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 absolutely and again that's that's pretty impressive for a bloke that's very small of stature as well in Steph yeah all right I know we mentioned this last week we talked about Jamarant Morant coming back for the Grizz but I just wanted to touch on quickly what he's done in his first three games back first game back 36 points, six boards, eight assists. Game and winner. The, and hits the game winner. You know, thank you very much. Game two, 20 points, five rebounds, eight assists. And then this morning, 30 points, six rebounds, 11 assists. All three are wins for the Grizzlies.
1: And he just has taken off where he ended last year. Hasn't missed a beat. Hasn't missed a beat. Like, um, I know he came out in the media, especially after hitting that game winner and he was just like, I've I've been working hard. Yeah. Like, this is my redemption story. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm here to make it known that I'm I'm still a player.
0: Yeah, and, and look, it, it's going to be a, an interesting ride for the rest of the season for Memphis. Like They had such a, a rocky start, but you can already see looking at the numbers with Jar back just how much of a difference it makes even to Desmond Baines' game because yeah. so much pressure is taken off of him now. I think he had 37 this morning as, as Memphis. That's huge. Memphis beat the Hawks in Atlanta as well. So, that is huge, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's good to see him back out on the court. Um, hopefully he can stay off Instagram and continue on because I still I still see him making the playoffs. I reckon they're going to come back, but probably be that 8th, 7th
0: seed and get knocked out by probably Denver. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. And, and when Jars up and flying, he is one of my favorite players to watch. So hopefully he just keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, on the back of my
1: Duncan Robinson... Uh, in my top threes here. I also just want to talk about Miami. And uh, they are playing better. They are starting to put it together on the court. And I think that comes down to a bit of health and that. But they still need consistency. Yeah. I still like they're a bit. Uh, they You don't know which team's going to turn up on a night at the moment. Um, and if you're a
0: betting man, they're a nightmare. Yes. Because um, you're, you're right. They're so inconsistent with. What, what are you going to get on the court?
1: And yeah, and they're sitting fifth at the moment um, and with their roster at the moment, and we might touch on this in a segment later on, but I just don't see them beating the Celtics, the Bucks or the 76ers. No, definitely not. So they just need, they need something else to help them get over that line. We, we keep on talking about playoff Jimmy yeah. and how good he can get, but he's not going to get over your Giannis, your Embiid or your Tatum. No,
0: the yeah philly boston milwaukee certainly have too much firepower for them as their roster currently stands but like you say if they can make some adjustments before the trade deadline who knows what can happen and another team that probably need to make some adjustments before the trade deadline and are certainly rumored to be in that market are the lakers yep who have let's be honest been really, really flat since winning the NCAA Yeah, since it is
1: in tournament, they haven't won a game, I don't think. No, they've won one. They've, they've dropped one. their
0: last four in a row. They've won one out of six since the tournament. And that and was that probably was, against Detroit or something. No, it was against the Spurs, so guess, close. Yeah. Um, they, they beat the Spurs in LA, but then the next night went to San Antonio and lost to them. But we were just talking to each other before about um, they've just put Low on the bench. Yeah, Low was moved to the bench today and they were up over OKC by 10 as we started recording. Yep. So that looks like they're, they're going to get a win. But again, it's another team that is so inconsistent. And I know we've talked about it a lot, but yeah, they're putting so much pressure on LeBron and AD. The yep. rumors are that they're going to go and try and get Zach Levine. I think if they could get Levine and Caruso, they'll probably try and do it, but who yep. knows. Um, but again, is Zach Levine the right player and what do you got to give up? And all of that comes into it. But for a team that have championship aspirations... The, the consistency is just not there. Yeah, and
1: they they have been absolute garbage since the in-season tournament. Oh, yeah, the last week and a bit have been trash. Um, And my last point here, I'm just going to talk about uh, Chicago, um, okay. how we had a segment on them a while back. We did. And how they were underperforming and how they think they need to blow it up and stuff. And Levine has uh, missed a fair bit of time. Like I think he's due back uh, in the next week or two. Maybe early January. And any
0: Bulls fans out there, if you can go and find Zach Levine and like kick him in the ankle or something like uh, that, because you guys are playing so yeah, much better. And I was about to say him.
1: that they've they've won three in a row and every other starter's stats has gone up without Levine. There you go. And it's just kind of like and I think um DeRozan's missed a couple as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But everybody else on their team is playing better. And they're actually playing decent basketball. As I said, winning three in, three on the trot now.
0: And they beat the Lakers as well. Like they're, they're not just beating Detroit and San Antonio. Yeah,
1: they're not beating bottom dwellers. They're yeah. actually climbing up. And I think they're up into 10th now, so in the play-in tournament. Yeah. So they hopefully it can continue. And um, maybe with uh, the trade of Levine, they can continue their winning ways. I,
0: I think it is very much a case of when they trade him, not if at this point. Yeah. You know, usually where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's been a lot of smoke this season. So,
1: Well, maybe with the move of uh, D'Angelo to the bench of
0: the Lakers, there might yeah. be leading up to something. There could be something coming because, again, you know, although Kobe White's been playing well for the Bulls of late. Yep. But who knows? Um, Sacramento, last one I want to touch on. Sneaky good team that are doing exactly what I sort of hoped that they would. They're sitting fourth in the West at the moment. They're 17 and 10 overall. Look, they're winning the games that they should win. Yep. You know, they're, they're knocking off the the Spurs and you know, the, the teams below them. Keegan Murray's development
1: has been outstanding. Yep,
0: yep. They, we had they, that
1: big game. Harry had 11 from, I think it was, it was like
0: 15 threes or something. Yeah, and he and hit it like 10 straight. in a row. That no, was 11 straight. 11 yeah. straight. Um, but not only are they they're beating the teams that they should, they've actually had some good wins too. They've knocked off OKC, they've knocked off Phoenix, and they've knocked off Denver. So again with a bit more you know luck with injuries and and that continued development throughout the season they should really be pushing for that top 4 in the west
1: and they have been known that for the last couple of seasons even though they have been inconsistent but they have been giant beaters oh, 100% so like it
0: they just need to continue that way and when you've got someone like Keegan Murray who can flat out shoot the ball yeah. you have got Darren Fox who's he's going to come up in our next segment in our all-star conversation
1: if if um you're any of the top 4 teams I would hate to meet Sacramento in the in the playoffs. Oh,
0: look, I think any NBA fan wants to see Sacramento play the Warriors because yeah. that series last year was legit.
1: And we might need to do a timeout series episode on how uh, they were robbed in the early 2000s by the
0: Lakers. <laughs> no, not just the Lakers, but yeah, we can 100% yeah. dive
1: into that. And the some uh, refereeing decisions. Yeah, I do love a good that's, conspiracy.
0: That's
1: a um, we might just get straight into the next segment then. How about sure. that? So we... Uh, all star voting started this week. Sure did. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah so Open we just up. thought we would touch on it a little bit and just go through what we're thinking for our sort of votes for both the the West and the east. So we're both going to do a bit of a east and west. yeah and sort look of thing, we're, yeah. we're
0: basing this purely on like how people are playing at the moment' we're, we're trying to remove reputation. we're trying to remove the bias of the fans and that sort of thing and basing it purely on how teams how the players are playing. We
1: both know that the All-Star game can be a bit of a joke and the whole voting process can be a massive joke. Oh, and players that like, don't deserve to be in there get voted in by the fans and that sort of thing.
0: When you can have in the 2000s, Yao Ming voted in as a starting center for the West but hasn't played a game because he's got a foot injury, yeah. like that's obscene.
1: Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that they've taken out the center position now because there was some... Uh, Trash centres along the years that got in there just because they needed to pick a centre and that sort of stuff. So, the way it goes at the moment, you've got the three forwards um, or like big men, and then two guards starting. Yep. Um, and then we're just going to have some notable mentions of players that could could be in there or are probably going to be a reserve.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the way to go. So, where do you want to kick off? Do you want to do you want to start with the East or West? Let's start with the West. The West. All right. Well, because the West is my domain, I'm going to start. Look. My starting bigs at the moment in the West, Joker. Has uh, to be in there. I don't think I need to say anything more.
1: No, he's putting up ridiculous MVP numbers again and he's just doing what he's doing. He's just signed that massive shoe deal as well. Yeah, he did. Uh, so he left, left Nike because he didn't get his own shoe. So. No, that's fair
0: enough. He wants you know, he wants his legacy this, too. And
1: these China uh, companies are throwing around cash at, at, at
0: players. So go good for Joker. He'll be able to go buy some more horses. Yeah, and it was just... Left a game to go and watch one run in New York upstate the other day too. So anyway, slight deviation. Um, so yeah, Joker, my starting big. Um, I'm starting him with LeBron. Yep. I don't think... I think LeBron's been a beast for a dude that's 39 next week. Like He's, he's, he's still putting up numbers it's that are ridiculous for someone it, of that age. It's unbelievable what he's doing. Um, Kawhi is who I brought in as well because... Which in, is a big surprise. Look, he's he's played every game up until the last two, which he's had a bit of a hip niggle, yep. but he he's been playing like Kawhi, and he's looking jacked. Oh, he looks insane. There were
1: some photos around the uh, internet the other day of his arms when he's going up yeah. for a shot, ridiculous. and he was just ripped, like not an inch of a like ounce of fat
0: on him. No, it was so. ridiculous. But so I've got Kawhi in there again. It's one of those things where again you could pick a whole bunch of. Different so for the forwards, I 100 percent agree with you. Like.
1: They're they're my three picks for the starting forwards for the the West as well, yeah. All right,
0: and my two guards are Luca. Has to be in there. Again, I I don't think you can argue that with how well he's playing and how well Dallas are doing at the moment. Um, And for my second guard, look, it might be a slightly unpopular choice. It might be one that you actually disagree with as well, but I've picked SGA from OKC.
1: Look, I don't have a problem with that because he is in my reserves list. Yeah. As I think he is a bona fide all star, but there's one other player to me that's standing out um, in a team that we've touched on a couple of times now. But um, you've got
0: to you've got to put Ant Man up there, Anthony Edwards. Again, it's a toss of the coin, isn't it? Ant's probably your better two way prospect, but SGA is just dynamic to watch.
1: But like they're top of the top of the West, yeah. Minnesota, he's going to probably get that vote in there, for, like because. Normally, the number one seed or whoever's sitting first usually gets at least two players in—one in the starting yep. lineup and one in the reserves. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And Ant Man—it's his team. Yeah, like it's not Big Cat's team, it's not Go Bear's team, it's Ant Man's team. So he yep. he needs to be in there for me. But I respect your SGA
0: call. Look, who else? So okay, so we're in pretty close agreement with our starters. Who else do you think deserves that? Either nod for the bench or an honourable mention or someone in the West that's pretty close. I got a few names here that the so I got a few names well. for my notable
1: reserves. Who, who you got? So my first one is a is a big man, and once again, I just touched on it. Then so top of the uh, West, uh, but Big Cat. Yeah, so I got I'd, Big Cat. I chuck Big Cat in there. I got Big Cat. Um, and then I've got SGA. Yep. So I, I still think he's that all star and he's going to be in there. I said that he's in my notable mentions. Yep. Um, also got AD. Yeah, I got. Yep. Yep. Uh, where as we've said, health. He's just yeah. healthy and he's playing like he used to. So you've got to you've got to put him in that conversation. I know he's going to get fan votes in there as well because he's a very popular player in America. Right. Um, But we're not we're not touching on that. This is just their playing performance. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. And then I've got De'Aaron Fox. Look, I think my list is almost exactly the same as yours. And we didn't talk about this beforehand. This no. is just straight off the top of our heads. Straight off top of our heads, And We're sorry. pretty similar. So do you have any extras or anything? There?
0: Look, so i just read you my list. Like I had Ant Man on as as my reserve because I picked SGA to start. I've got Steph down because Steph's just having an incredible season doing what Steph does. Realistically, um, he will be a starter. Look more than he likely. He probably shouldn't be, but he will be a more starter. More than likely. But again, I think he just he deserved to mention. Um I've also got Paul George because again the Clippers, whilst on an absolute tear at the moment, Paul George and Kawhi have both been healthy and both been playing and putting up you know, putting up good numbers. So I had him down as a, as a reserve. Okay. Darren Fox is also there. Anthony Davis is also there. And Carly Anthony Towns is also there for me too.
1: Look, I'm, I'm not just going to disagree with anything there because as much as we
0: hate talking about the Clippers, they are playing well. Oh, look, they got pumped this morning. Boston destroyed them, but Kawhi was out. Um, but that, prior to that, I think they'd won 10 in a row. It was, it was yeah. something like that. Like They they've figured it out.
1: And now for the East, and I'll kick f- us off for this I feel this one. like
0: there might be a little bit more disagreement here. A bit more of a disagreement. Potentially.
1: Um, but my forwards, yep. like I think they're pretty straightforward. You've got Embiid, you've got Giannis, and then you've got Tatum. 100%, yeah. I'm with you on all three. Like, they're, they're locks. They're 100% going to be in there. They're playing out of their skins. Um, all in that MVP conversation. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it. I, I don't disagree at yep. all. Um, next one. So this one might throw you a little bit, but I've actually got Tyrese Maxey in there.
0: Yeah, right. I've okay. got Tyrese
1: Maxey for his first All-Star nod.
0: And as a starter. As as a th- starter. I, don't, I don't hate it.
1: Yeah. I think he's done enough um, and he's putting up consistent numbers as that's that Robin to Embiid's Batman that he's, he's probably going to get it. They're sitting second in the East. Um, oh, yeah,
0: I, I don't argue it for a second. I don't know if he'll start, but he d- certainly yes. deserves to be an All-Star 100%. But no,
1: I've got him in there as a starter. Yeah. yeah, fair, fair. Um, on list. And then next is uh, Brunson, Jalen Brunson from New York. Yep. I've got him in as as a starter in the All-Star because like, he is the closer for the Knicks this year. Um, give him the ball in the fourth quarter. Not much ball movement goes on, but... Um, like he dropped that 50 piece the other week and is
0: flat out born. He's by far and away the best player on the Knicks team. Yes, 100%. No now, look, I don't think he's in the same conversation as an Embiid, a Giannis, or a Tatum, but he is by far and away their best player and, again, certainly deserved of that all-star spot. Yeah. Um, for me, I have the same three starting bigs as you. I've got Embiid, I've got Giannis, I've got Tatum. I can probably guess who one of your...
1: Uh, small players
0: is Halliburton. no 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 he's on he's on my reserves honorable mentions list i agree with brunson i have brunson as a starter good i like that but i have one other player dame no no dame hasn't done enough in my opinion dame's gonna get voted in because he's dame but he hasn't done enough who do you who do you have drew holiday okay i rate drew holiday as a player even more so as a human being, he's he and his family are amazing. What yes. they've been through, but he is he is helping like transform Boston. Okay, so I have Drew Holiday as, as my starting guard. Is he putting enough
1: up enough numbers to be an All Star starter, though?
0: Yeah, for me, he is. Okay, because no, again, he's, he's that player that plays both ends of the court. Yes, that's a which gets yeah. overlooked in an All Star. Look, if but... we were going to go straight up to statistics, it's almost hard to go past Dame Trey Young. Maxi, all these guys who are putting up massive numbers, but I feel like what they're actually doing on the court, Drew Holiday is the player I'd pick first out of all of those. And
1: look, I I would pick him on my team as well because I love the way he anchors down a defense as well. Exactly right. So, but my notable mentions, you touched on a couple of them. Then, so I've got Trey Young, yep, Dame Lillard, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and I've got Julius Randall in there as well.
0: I have exactly the same, but I have three other. You probably chuck,
1: chuck in Bam.
0: Uh, Yeah, look, I didn't have Bam, but you make a good point. You'd probably chuck
1: Um, in Bam. He's starting to put up decent numbers. numbers. You'd probably chuck uh, Jimmy Buckets in there as well.
0: And again, Jimmy's going to get in because it's Jimmy. But I had three other names on my list of players that I think are worth a mention. Paolo Banquero. Okay, yep. He's been playing really, really well for Orlando. Deserves it. Deserves the all-star. I think Jalen Brown will get mentioned a lot. And you could even make an argument for KP at this point too, for Pozinguez.
1: And if they're sitting in that first spot, they're going to get a starter. They're going to get a
0: reserve. Presumably so. So one of those two is going to come in. I had Maxi obviously, because I didn't start him. I had Halliburton, but also Kyle Kuzma. Really? Yeah. Washington suck. There's no if, buts, or maybes. They suck. But he, again, is their best player on that team, and he is putting up solid numbers. Could he maybe squeak in as that final reserve? Look... Just throwing it out there. Just
1: throwing it out there. Um, I'm not a massive fan of Kyle Kuzma, oh, but... Neither am I. I can see, don't I can, like his game. I can see where you're coming from with that one.
0: I, I don't like his game at all, but I was just thinking... Trying to think outside the box a little bit of who might rate a mention and, and whose n- name might get brought up. You know, there's no one in Chicago that's jumping out at me that's been consistent enough. You know, Kuzma's played every game. He's putting up decent numbers. Yeah, Washington aren't winning games but he's still making a very important contribution to the team. Look, I I, I don't hate it. I mean, again, you, you can make arguments for so many different players. Like I didn't have Julius Randle, but again, he's having a really good season. Uh, Mitch Robinson was having a great season before he got hurt. You'd probably put um, Barrett in there as well. Absolutely. Like, even down in Atlanta, like DeJounte Murray's been a bit up and down, but yep. when he's on, he's on. Clint Capella's been consistent the whole way through. Like, there's so many players that, they rate more of a, a mention than what they're going to get. Like, even in Orlando at the moment, like, Jalen Suggs has been playing really well. Like, is that enough to get a nod? Probably not, but... You've got probably got Franz Wagner
1: in there as well. Absolutely. He's putting up, like, 26-5 and five a game and stuff, which is,
0: is a solid yeah. for, a, what is he, second, third year out? Is Tobias Harris doing enough to, to warrant a mention in that co- in the same conversation as that, like, KB? I'm just going to shut that down and say no. But again, it's... But he looking- did drop
1: a 30-piece the other day, and they need that consistently from him yeah um, and hopefully he can do that
0: exactly right
1: but um, I think that is what we'd be voting for so that's our our votes if we were to put them in on the NBA.com um, that, that's what we'd be voting for in the east and the west yes sir
0: yeah. seven left, seven left. What is-
1: And what a crazy shot that was, Jeremy Ridiculous. Land. Ridiculous. Knocking off Toronto from over half court. Good bit of commentary there just to break up our segments. Um, but as you mentioned, the other podcast, George, is that uh, 80% or 88% of players are now eligible for trades. Correct. So we just thought we will do a little segment um, where we just talk about potential trades and what might help some teams get better. Um, or what teams that are trash might be able to offload um, to start to rebuild and that sort of thing. Um, And I know this isn't really a trade, but I'm going to start out with my New York Knicks. Go. Because Robinson um, has been ruled out for the rest of the season. Yes. And he was our anchor in the middle. And now Jericho Sims has also gone down with an ankle injury and is due to come back, I think I read, about January seven. So still got a couple of weeks. So still got a couple of weeks away. Good um, thing
0: you guys signed Taj Gibson.
1: Um, th- no, no, he just sits around and literally waits for Coach Tibbs to call him on the phone and be like, "Are you staying fit, mate? Can you
0: come and play for me?" It's exactly what happens. Oh my god!
1: Um, don't get me started on Taj Gibson. But he's he's playing minutes now because we we don't have any. Tools. Oh, dude,
0: he got fifteen minutes today.
1: Exactly. Um, but what we need to do is we need to go and find out where Kai Jones is hiding. After he got dumped by um, Charlotte at the oh, Charlotte. That's at right. start yep. of the season, um, he hasn't played and he hasn't surfaced anywhere. Um, I don't even think he's playing in the G League or anything at the yeah, moment. Yeah, right. But
0: Coach Why Tibbs, not? give him a call. Yeah, Honestly, absolutely. Like
1: he will solidify that center spot for us and he's a good upcoming young player. We just need to get him in the right mental capacity and on the same page as the other players in our team. Oh, 100%. That's all it takes. Um, you got any teams you want to talk about? Like talk about your Hawks or...
0: Oh, look, my Hawks need to just hit the blow up button basically. Buddy Mills been... has
1: been playing a bit more for him
0: recently, but I think he's a piece that they could probably move on. I think there's a lot of pieces there that Atlanta can move and probably should move at this point. Um, I know we've talked about it before. Like Clint Capella needs to go, not because I don't like him as a player or I don't think he's valuable, but I think that his trade value is high. And look, they they would open up playing time for a or more playing yep. time for a which I think is what they need to and start doing. And I
1: know a isn't on the chopping block. He's dead. No, he's they've said they've said he's he's hanging around.
0: I've base I've read it's basically him and Dejounte Murray are the ones they're saying no to. So yeah. even Trey seems like he's maybe gettable, but again, maybe Capella going to the Knicks could be a little stopgag measure for the Knicks for the season. Yeah, you never maybe. know. The name that's obviously mentioned a lot and has been uh, all off season as well as Pas- Pascal Siakam going to the Hawks. Yep, um, I know there's been interest from other teams as well, but you know they're talking about packages around Dej- uh, DeAndre Hunter and Capella. So. Who knows? There was there was rumors in the off season of Hunter going to Toronto, Capella going to Dallas, and then other bits coming back to Toronto yeah. with Siakam getting to Atlanta. So, look, as an Atlanta fan, I wouldn't hate that move. Yeah, um, I think I think it's a better option to go and get someone like Siakam rather than going after a Kuzma who is probably available in Washington as well, because Siakam is going to give you defense.
1: Yeah, um, and another team that needs an extra piece at the moment is the Miami Heat. Yes, um, because as I was mentioning in the our top threes today was that they aren't going to beat the four teams okay. above them in the East. What and, do they need? And that's that's what I'm trying to think of here. Like, I think Siakam would be a good fit in Miami too, coming down from Toronto because he plays defense. They need they need a defensive stopper.
0: Could you? You've already got Bam and Jimmy buckets.
1: They're not stopping
0: teams though. True, true. I'm just. Dude. Do they need it? Do they need Zach Do they need a more dynamic scorer?
1: Not when you've got your unless you want to get rid of Tyler Hero. Because I mean, um, you got Tyler Hero and um, Duncan Robinson, who won him the game against your Hawks the other it's day. It's
0: probably bench depth, if anything, that they need.
1: Yeah, um, a good backup center. Like you got you got to dump K Love. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Like he's just eating up your
0: salary cap. You look at what they lost in the off season. They lost. A lot of shooting you had
1: got to dump Lowry. Yeah. Um, and just get in role players. Role players that are going to hustle for you, play hard, like you gave Vincent they had last year. Exactly. L- um, like, like Martin, who hasn't been in his best form this season due to injury. Yeah. Um, but if he can get back to playing the way that he did in the playoffs last year, he will definitely help them win a few games.
0: Oh, no doubt about it. I think there's some other notable players that are probably gettable as well mm. um obviously we're going to hear more and more as we get closer to the to the deadline but you know someone like Orlando are they ready to make a move for a for a bigger fish OKC who have just a huge chest of draft picks like well are, I reckon, are they I reckon going to go OKC might a,
1: might make a move
0: someone like OG Anubi might be a great yeah. fit unfortunately
1: I actually think that OKC might move on from Josh Giddy.
0: Yeah, look, he has with, with his personal great. stuff that's going on.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think that might actually have something to do with the front office moved him on. But as we touched on last podcast, is he's his just play, not shooting yeah. the ball well enough, and he's not his shooting isn't progressing well enough to be on the court with your SGA.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And
1: so going after a knockdown shooter that isn't isn't going to be ball heavy because I feel like Josh Giddy can be a ball heavy player, yeah. um, and he he warrants a lot of it. Um, when he's out on the floor like he's a great distributor don't get me wrong like his his core vision his passing is amazing but SGA is also a ball heavy player
0: would OKC be better suited with like a straight up swap of Giddy for Malcolm Brogdon Giddy fits Portland's timeline as if, age
1: if Brogdon's healthy
0: and he well he's playing at the moment well yeah just, I, just I don't, someone like that I don't
1: that. hate that move for OKC you got a former rookie of the year In Brogdon, who has been underperforming recently, but I reckon under the right circumstances that OKC probably could get back to playing some really good basketball.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, yeah,
1: he's had a couple of injury-plagued seasons as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. He hasn't been healthy. (laughs) It's
1: it's that thing that we always come back to, isn't it? Like health. 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 Like if if teams can stay healthy, they're they're going to do better we
0: know that's easier said than done even you mentioned just before we started recording that Wemby did his ankle in the warm-ups and didn't play today yeah literally stood on
1: a security guard's foot after a layup yeah so there's all sorts of things that can happen
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Wiggins but he shunned his hand in a car door yeah so I mean look even Wiggins does he need to be moved on
1: yes where anywhere but Warriors just for a packet of Draymond Green Draymond Green move him on I, I reckon Draymond's time there is done as much as he's been a warrior for them, <laughs> good joke, yeah. Um, his his time said done. He's not the player he once was. Look, I and almost... I think I think that's coming down to his lashing out and doing things like punching Jerkic because he's not the player he once was.
0: No, he knows that. He's fading.
1: Yeah. And he needs to go to a team where he can come off the bench, play his 12 to 20 minutes a game and help a contender by, I oh, don't know, Punching somebody. Grabbing a rebound.
0: What about sending him to Memphis for Stephen Adams? Ooh. Stephen Adams would add some... When he, again, when again When healthy, he's healthy. But would add some massive toughness... Yes. ...to the Warriors' lineup.
1: And help out Looney in that, yep. in that middle there.
0: Well, Looney's coming off the bench now. They've been starting a rookie there anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. You were, you were telling me about this yesterday.
0: Yeah, and he's been playing really quite well. And the Warriors, again, this they've, they've shuffled their lineup and they're actually playing better, but... Yeah, it wouldn't it, help them this season. No, that that's that that's what I was about to say. Is like this might be a move where if if they the completely season. bottom out and don't make the playoffs, yeah. or as you say in the off season, yeah, a potential move like that. But they do Warriors
1: do need to make a move, whether it's this season or in the off season, to start putting players around Steph as he's coming to the end of his career. Because Absolutely. As good as he's still shooting, and he is and he is still all star caliber player at the moment and stuff, but. The pieces around him aren't fading. fitting right Correct. now. Correct. And it's not ruining his game, but it's ruining that team.
0: Yeah. Look. I, again, I don't disagree because you got CP3, who's forty to five years old, Wiggins, who doesn't look interested, and Clay, who's still just struggling to find his feet a little bit. So you're absolutely right. There needs to be a move made there could, as well.
1: Could um, CP3 get moved to a contender?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Could. There's. I think there's a lot of players. that He there wants that, could that have
1: chip. Done. Yeah. There but, was. Talks a little bit where he wanted to go um, with his banana boat buddy LeBron in LA. Yeah,
0: there's been talk of that for years, but again, that could be a fit. You know, there's always the Zach Levine rumors to LA. That could be a fit. Sacramento are also apparently looking at Zach Levine. Yeah. So look, there's lots that's going to come and go. Well, I don't, um, I don't mind that Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. Levine going there again. It all depends on what you got to give up to get together.
1: Because Mike though. Brown, I think, would be able to keep um levine's ego in check though yeah
0: you just got. to like i said if you can get away with just harrison barnes and some bench warmers and maybe a a draft pick or two you'd probably take that risk yeah i don't Um, don't hate that but yeah teams like denver boston you know even philly to a degree like they just need a bit of depth i don't know if that's the same thing get
1: rid of like brogdon for some draft picks and stuff and keep their rebuild happening yeah i almost think they could get rid of hayton
0: yeah, but no one's going to want a... Nuss Nobody wants at the him at
1: the moment. For someone who was saying that he's a franchise player and stuff, and now he's averaging eight points and seven rebounds a game. Exactly. And he's in and out of the lineup due to injury. Yeah, like, he's not doing enough. He's not doing enough up there as a franchise player. Um, but I like. I guess they could hold on to him because he's still young. He's still pretty young. Um, oh, There's still
0: going to be some more development in him, but yeah.
1: But yeah, as a... I think that's about it. Like I don't, I don't really have any other teams that I can think of off the top of my head that
0: really need to start retooling. Oh look, I think everyone, every team out there would would tell you that. There's a trade they'd love. Like to Hornets, make. Want, Hornets need to get rid of Gordon Haywood. They need to dump that. Contract. You know what though? I think at this point now, you just let that expire. Yeah. Like, why take on? It's Like one or th- two more years, I think. I think even if, yeah, if, what, if it's if he's got another year after this one, okay, yep, try and move him. If this is his final year and it's expiring, unless you're getting something good in return, just let him walk. You
1: could probably you could probably sign him on a veterans minimum once it once it goes, yep. and then I think that that's a great move for yes. any team to sign him on a veterans minimum. Yes, because he was a jet when he played in uh, Utah,
0: and then broke his ankle and all went to shit.
1: Yeah. Funny story though about him this is going off topic a little bit Go. but he's actually a twin and yes. has a twin brother um, who hasn't had all the legal growth hormones that NBA players <laughs> yeah. have and they look totally different they're meant to be identical twins yeah right but Gordon Haywood is what six foot six.
0: Thereabouts, yeah.
1: Six foot four or something. And his brother's literally like five foot ten skinny. Yeah, well. <laughs> and they're meant to be identical twins. But that's oh, that's, that's, a, that's a story for a different topic. That's getting off uh, that's topic fantastic. there for a little bit.
0: That's fantastic. All right. Last thing to finish on for today's episode, Foss. It's Christmas Eve. We're recording this on Sunday afternoon here in Australia. and uh, Boxing
1: Day games in Australia. Christmas yep. Day if you're in America. Yep. But Boxing Day games and it's, it's what a time to watch be a basketball fan
0: like uh, honestly dude i've been in new york twice on christmas and been to the game at msg yeah i'm jealous okay it's okay, so much fun man yes uh, we, were just, play, we were actually
1: planning that the other year
0: before covid absolutely now look let's just whip through the games very quickly with a very quick pick on who's so gonna win
1: first up we have uh the bucks versus the knicks and the bucks will win that the bucks are gonna win that yes um I think the Knicks will give him a good fight, but at the end of the day, um, Bucs are are hitting their stride. They're they're doing really well at the moment, and it's all come down to health for them as well. Correct. Um, And as we touched on the other week with uh, Lopez going to that drop coverage in the middle, getting those three blocks a game on his defense. Needs to grab more rebounds, but he's holding down that middle for him. But I guess you don't need to grab rebounds when Giannis can get you 15 a game as well.
0: 100%, 100%. All right, next game is Warriors at the Nuggets.
1: Uh, nugs. By a lot. By a lot. That's not even going to be close.
0: Nope. Um,
1: Boston, God, these games start early on Boxing Day, don't 3.
0: they? 3.30 in the morning for us. Yeah, I'm going to have to get
1: up. Uh Boston at the Lakers. Um, Hopefully, this is an absolute cracker of a game. I would like... This is, this is probably one of the headline games.
0: I think it probably is. I think Boston are probably going to win. And but- over the
1: last couple of days, teams have been resting players. Yes. Oh, I mean, sorry... Inj- players have had injuries, injuries and haven't been playing trying to avoid getting fined but um, yeah it should be a cracker of a
0: game it should be but yeah you know, again you, you this can't count out LeBron now this is his something like 18th Christmas Day game and he, and has, he always brings it
1: out on Christmas he Day he
0: has scored the most points on Christmas Day than any other player in the history of the league yeah and oh look I think, I think Celtics can do it I think Celtics will win
1: Yep, it depends on KP cuz he's had ankle problem. If he's playing and Brown does something, as I said, I haven't Brown's season has been underwhelming. Yes. But his chemistry with KP is it's good. good. Watch. Yeah. Um and Tatum is going to step up on Christmas Day as well yep. because um, and again, especially against the Lakers because he's a big Mumba fan as well and yeah. always wants to do his best against the Lakers.
0: And look, if if I only watch one game on Boxing Day, that's the one I'm watching. Yeah. Straight up.
1: And we got 76ers Heat. 76ers. Yep, Embiid, Maxi. Huge. Um, well, easy. If Tobias Harris can drop 25 for them again, I'm not saying he's going to drop a 30-piece like he did the other day. Um, fun fact about that. So it was uh, Embiid, Maxi, and Harris all had... 31 to 33 points um, and it was the first time since 1961 that 3 seventy-sixers have had 30 points
0: yeah right well sir.
1: so b- big game for the for the 76 in that one
0: yep and the last game of the day
1: is the Mavs and the Suns in the west your, you know your, your teams
0: you could just about flip a coin for this one yeah Ky- Ky- I don't think Kyrie's playing Bill's definitely no, not Ky- Kyrie's out Bill's Look, definitely- I'm gonna I'm gonna go the Mavs I'm gonna pick
1: out the Mavs for this one just because Dante Exum.
0: all right and I'll, I'll tell you what just for funsies, we'll put a coffee on it all I'll right, go coffee Phoenix. Bet.
1: yep um but once again Kevin Durant steps up for these games and and deep he loves he ball. loves the big spotlight
0: um and he will come out and Luca is Luca Eric Gordon's gonna come out hit seven triples Phoenix will win Sneaky good player still, yeah. Eric Gordon. Yeah. Like I don't know where
1: he's been the last couple of years. I remember... Oh, he's, Houston? He, no, he
0: was in Houston for a bit, but he also got stuck in New Orleans for a while there too and had a whole bunch of injuries after he left the Clippers. So,
1: But I, I, I he's a decent player who I thought was going to be a good role player coming off the bench, but with Beal's injuries, he's having to start for him. But sneaky if, good.
0: If you have a listen to the old man and the three with JJ Redick, he actually he does an interview with Eric Gordon. It's literally like two episodes ago. I was listening to it the other day. It's actually really good. Eggs are really interesting, dude, to listen to as well. But Quest, nah, question um, without notice, Foss. Yeah, let's do it. Who's gonna, who of all the players on Christmas is most likely to drop a fifty piece? Ooh. You look at the matchups. You know the names. Is Embiid going for fifty against Bam? Is Giannis going for fifty against the Knicks? Is LeBron just going to do something honestly, utterly absurd? Honestly,
1: two two names come to, to mind Go for ahead. this question. Luca,
0: yep, Luca was definitely one for me, and Curry, yeah, yeah,
1: against the Nuggets.
0: Don't hate either of those options.
1: Like Curry's going to step up and try to get that win for him. Of course, he is in the big big games. Um, I reckon I reckon he could step up, but honestly. Giannis could do it against the Knicks. Like, if
0: Giannis can make his free throws, then he's absolutely a chance against the Knicks. As I
1: said, Tatum loves playing against the Lakers Tatum on Christmas does. Day, and but and you look he at could, he could come out and just catch fire.
0: Look at the form that Embiid is in at the moment. Embiid, too, yep.
1: like, look, so many options. Even, even, i oh, no, probably not KD. You,
0: you, you never know, though. You never know. I tell you what, it'll be interesting to to come back next week in the pod and and just have a quick recap of the games and see if anyone does drop a magic fifty or get close to it.
1: They are. I did see that KD is re-releasing his um like KD three's Christmas Day shoes. Yeah, right. In like the bright yellow color. Oh, joyous! Um, that that were the same one that the um the Kobe Grinches came out. That's that was the same Christmas they had. Yeah, the... Yeah. The LeBrons, um, the KDs, and the Kobes all came out in Christmas Day colors. Obviously, the Grinches were the best. Oh,
0: and Kobes are still by far and away my favorite sneaker to play in.
1: I almost actually bought a pair the other day for like 500 bucks.
0: Worth it. But I decided against it. I'm not the person that's ever going to tell you not to buy sneakers. And that's why we're friends. Absolutely. All right. I'm done with this episode, Foss. Yeah, I
1: think that's uh, a nice little wrap up for that one. Um as I said at the start, we wish all our listeners a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Stay safe and eat food and be with your loved ones. And uh, we will not be releasing a Timeout series episode this week. Nope. Um, so we're going to have a little break and then we'll uh, come out with uh, two episodes next week. Peace. Peace. Catch you guys on the Flimity Flip.